This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to the Paycheck to Daycheck podcast. It is by the time we launch this episode, we'll be towards the end of February. So we really wanted to kind of talk about and hold ourselves accountable, like how are sales going? How is business going? How is life going? And just kind of give you an update on how January went and then kind of the first part of February. So I'll start. Um, So sales for us on eBay have been amazing. We are up 25% from last year. I think the biggest thing on eBay for us is our average sale price is up 23% to $42.01, which I think has really helped us have more sales. We're only selling like 1.8% higher units than last year. So we're not selling more. We're just selling higher ticket items. And I think that's been huge. We kind of stopped going out and buying the items that we know we could sell for under $20 and really trying to raise that threshold of items that will sell. And I think that's really contributed to more sales. We've been a lot more selective with what we buy. We just have a tendency. We just get so excited. We're in the thrift store. and We're like, Ooh, we know that's going to sell. Let's buy this, this, and this. But really we're like, okay, let's recheck some of those items that we've been purchasing that we think will sell. Has the the sell-through rate gone down? Do we need to, you know, maybe stop buying those items and look for other things? So I think that's helped. If you've been following the podcast, we have been cross-listing, which has been incredible as well. We've done on Macari $315 in sales so far this year, and then on Poshmark 907. So by taking all of those eBay listings and putting them on Poshmark and Macari, we're really increasing there as well. Not only are we just being more selective, find higher ticket items, Casey and I, yes, it does help that we're a duo. There's two of us. So if you are listening and you are going to be reselling with a spouse or someone else, uh, I definitely encourage to kind of take a step back, figure out what you guys are good at. We realized there's things he likes to do and there's things I like to do. There's things he doesn't like to do and there's things I don't like to do. So why am I doing the things that I don't like or I'm not that good at? Let those be the tasks that he does. We've been a lot more consistent. We've been listing in more blocks. So not just trying to list every single day, but when we do list, just do a big chunk of listing. And I think eBay is going to help us out with that too. They're going to, well, as of February 15th, If you schedule a listing on eBay, they're not going to charge you to schedule the listing. So I think that's going to help us when we do the big chunks of of listing, then we can save them as draft and just kind of go in and schedule them as is. So that way we're consistently consistently listing every single day. I think that will help. So really, I feel like we're doing really good. Our Amazon business is doing well. We're up 38% for Amazon. We added a bunch of new SKUs this year. They seem to be selling well. And really, I have nothing to complain about other than I'm waiting for the weather to get warmer here in Arizona. All right. So 
I'll uh, tell you guys about my January. This is Ashley. So my January sales were pretty decent on eBay for like the first two weeks of the month, maybe like two and a half weeks. And then they started to slow down pretty rapidly. Even though they started to slow down, my sales were up 17.3% from last January. So I think that's um, you know, that's good. I want to see progress and it means that I'm making, you know, the right choices to move forward in my business. Poshmark, however, has been completely dead for me. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, I've been trying to stay consistent with the listing. I've missed, you know, a handful of days here and there, but I sold and this is, I hate saying this. I sold three <laughs> items the entire month of January on Poshmark. And it's just mind blowing to me because you, you know, especially last year around this time, I was selling at least like three to five items a day on Poshmark. So I think I really need to take um, like a better look at Poshmark and what's going on there and do some research on like bigger sellers, what they're selling, what are they doing? I did hear, you know, some rumors. I actually posted something on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I saw in their, um, in the Posh blog that, you know, there was an update and they're not going to allow third-party services anymore, like sharing bots, extensions, cross-listing tools, that kind of thing. They want you to use their tools that they have on Poshmark, which obviously we know um, it's always been frowned upon. It's always been in their terms of service, but they did release that update in the blog. And now, of course, they have new owners, which you know we're all aware of. So who knows? Maybe they'll enforce it. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll, I don't know, like punish account. Who knows what they're going to do? But that is something that I'm considering as well. Also kind of, you know, I'll throw this out there. I am tossing the idea back and forth in my head a little bit about, you know, I've heard some people say like, if you're multitasking, you're not doing anything at a hundred percent, you know, you're not doing anything amazingly. I like the idea of cross-listing, but eBay has always been better for me in terms of the amount of sales, my ROI, consistency, frequency of sales, all of that um, versus Poshmark. So maybe it's time for me to stop Poshmark and move everything just to eBay. I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, toying around with the idea. Poshmark, you know, was where I started and I love it to a certain extent, but it also really gets under my skin sometimes. And trying to figure out, you know, what is going on there. It's just really not like a code that I want to spend time cracking. So we'll see. I haven't made any decisions yet. We'll see what I, what I end up deciding. Okay. So not sure if you can hear the puppy yelping in the background, um, but <laughs> he's a puppy. Um, so, we, you know, just some updates. Like he um, is just about 18 weeks now. He's huge. He's massive. He's eating everything in sight. And he wants our attention 100% of the time. When he was smaller, he wanted attention, but he was also kind of like, you know, I want to go explore. I want to do this on my own. I want to, you know, crawl under the table. And he was a little bit more, you know, into his like exploring stage. And now he just wants to be right next to us all the time. And like, he'll chew on a toy or on a bone or whatever, but he wants to be near us. He wants to be able to see us. And he's in the next room in his crate. It's supposed to be his nap time. This is his nap time every single day, but he's losing his mind right now. So there's that, you know, having him around, it makes it a lot more difficult to get things done if he 
doesn't take his nap, then I can't really go upstairs. I can't leave him alone downstairs. He He's not to be trusted yet. He'll, you know, chew up my plants, chew up the carpet, chew up the couch. He just can't be Get alone. Into inventory. Yeah, exactly. He'll chew up everything if given the opportunity to. So, you know, all my stuff is upstairs, all my photos set up, you know, that whole thing is upstairs. So I'm, you know, unless he's taking a nap, I can't really do that. But that is also the time, the only time that I have to get everything else done too. So just trying to find like a good balance of when I can get stuff done. And of course, you know, I'm getting old, man. Like I'm, I'm on the wrong side of 35 and I'm tired. I'm so tired all the time. So by like nine o'clock, I'm passed out on the couch. Whereas, you know, when I lived by myself, and, you know, I was single, like, I don't know where all my energy came from. And I thought I was tired then. If you guys are younger than me, just be warned. Just and be then warned. I'm on the other end of that where I'm already over the hill. I'm 41. <laughs> so imagine how you feel when you're 41. It doesn't get better, does it? No, it gets worse. Yeah. So, you know, by nine o'clock, I'm like passed out on the couch. I'm trying to spend time with Brian, have a conversation with him. He's at work all day. And I'm like, you know, snoring next to him, the poor guy. So anyways, that's what we have going on. Um, I hurt my foot a couple weeks ago. So that's, you know, making it a little bit difficult to like go out and do long sourcing days, um, like on weekends and stuff. So I'm just trying to really focus on the stuff that I can do when I can do it and needle moving activities every day. So I heard this on another, um, I think it was on another podcast or a reel or something like that, that someone put out. If you, you know, I'm the kind of person that gets um, kind of overwhelmed by the amount of things that I have to get done every day in order for me to feel like it was a productive and successful day. So Sometimes I focus on the wrong things first and then the other things, the more important things don't end up getting done and I have to move them to the next day or they just don't get done at all. So trying to shift my focus to the needle moving activities, the things that are going to move me forward in my business and my relationship with, you know, the dog, the important things versus like the things that aren't going to make a super big impact. So for an example, something like that would be, uh, sharing other people's items on Poshmark. That for me is not a needle moving activity. That is not something that's going to make me money on Poshmark. If I'm going to share, it's going to be my own items. I would rather do that or send out offers um, to likers or send offers on eBay or list something or relist something, something that is actually going to help me see progress and make money. So just as an example, I'm also kind of struggling. I'll be really honest with you guys in uh, not wanting my life to become like a never ending to-do list. I feel like I make lists in the morning. Like this morning I was up at 4:20. thanks to the cats. Um, <laughs> come downstairs, make my coffee, I sit at the table and I, you know, will check my messages on Instagram, Facebook, check my email. And then I start making my plan for the day. So I always make a list what I need to get done that day. My, you know, needle moving activities, uh, as of late, I started to realize this last week, sort of that I'm living my life by these to-do lists. And that's what is driving my day. Instead of doing the things that I feel called to do or that I want to do or whatever, I feel like I'm much more creative and productive when I'm kind of going by what I feel um, like led to do or what my intuition is telling me to do. That's just like, 
you know, how I am, I guess, as a human. <laughs> and it's kind of always how I have been. And if I feel like I have to accomplish something, if I have to do a task that I don't really want to do, then I procrastinate on that task and sometimes put it off for way longer than I need to. And it becomes this big thing in my head. And sometimes it never gets done. Or sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll do it and I'm shocked that it only took me like 10 or 20 minutes to do. And I should have just done it first in the first place. Just kind of, you know, working through that and figuring out how I can come up with a good balance between the tasks that need to get done to like keep my business running, keep like the house running, stuff like that. And the stuff that I actually, you know, want to do every single day. Yeah. I think what happened, what helped me this year, like not feel that way. Cause that's how I felt like all of last year I did. I, I felt like I just, I could never cross anything off. I was constantly like chasing that list, you know, and then I would feel like that guilt. Oh, I didn't do that today. I didn't do this. And and so I really like, I think what would also help you is if you take a step back and try to take things off the list, like maybe you just have too much that you're doing, like what is a necessity that has to get done? And then what can you take off your plate? So then that way you don't feel like you have this long list that's never ending and you know, it just, it's a snowball effect from there. Yeah, absolutely. And I was um, talking to someone else about this as well. And they said, what would it look like if it were simple? So whatever the issue is, like, what would your business look like if it was simple? What would cooking dinner look like if it was simple? So trying to frame that question in my head, every time I feel like I'm getting a little overwhelmed by something, well, if I could simplify this, what would it, what would that look like? And then trying to implement that. So throwing that out there. Hopefully, you know, if anyone else has similar thoughts or feelings, let me know, send me a message on Instagram. Maybe we can work through this uh, to-do list issue together. Yeah. And I think with reselling, I mean, if you're listening and you heard we're full-time resellers, it's a lot of work to do. So if you're part-time, like it's even more important to really simplify what you're doing and try to accomplish the tasks that you know are going to be helping you grow versus just meanless tasks that don't even matter. Like Ashley says, with the sharing of other people's closet, what does it really do? I mean, it doesn't help sales. So you're just doing it to do it because that's what Poshmark encourages. Well, that's not going to help you in the end. So try to do the tasks that are going to help build your reselling business. But really, no matter where you're at, you're always going to have challenges. You're always going to have success. And it's going to look so different between resellers. So I think hopefully this episode gives you an idea of, of just how different Ashley and I are with reselling. Completely different. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day